0: Coming up in this week's episode, we're going to be talking about Harry Potter and the escape from Gringotts and whether or not it should be in our Diz Universal Hall of Fame. From the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida, this is the Universal Edition of the Diz Unplugged. This is episode one twenty of the Dis Unplugged Universal Edition. The Dis Unplugged Universal Edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect universal vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hey, everyone, welcome to this week's episode of the Dis Unplugged Universal Edition. I am your host, as always, Craig Williams, and I am joined alongside by my always co-host mr rhino clavin well, rhino hello. hey hello. hello how are we doing why don't we just wingardian leviosa yeah that's a cool thing why don't we just pull that mic in a little bit closer so the lovely I, audience this out earlier there, too this did yeah this did the oh, first man time we okay wait wait, wait
1: say hello to me again hey hello wait, but right? say aloha. uh
0: aloha mr rhino clavin Mora okay fantastic <laughs> I'm glad we're off to a good start with this uh, I hope everyone is looking forward to having a very fun episode uh, this week uh, got a lot of stuff to talk about in uh, in regards to Harry Potter and the escape from Gringotts, the premier attraction of the Wizarding World of Harry Potter, Diagon Alley, uh, and whether or not it should be in our Universal Hall of Fame, our Diz Universal Hall of Fame, that is. So, uh, you know, there's been a lot of attractions that have come out over the past couple of years uh, since then, including Skull Island, Reign of Kong, obviously, uh, Racer New York starring Jimmy Fallon is nearing its opening date. Uh, We got to finally go on the the refurbished and uh, updated version of the incredible hulk coaster so enough time has passed between uh gringotts and all of this stuff to get us to here i think we can look at it with a fresh eye and and see if it deserves to be in the universal hall of fame so we will do that in just a little while but before we even go there we got to talk about a couple news items that I just want to cover on. So, Rhino, you, you see this? You hear about this? Mm, I did. You did? Yes. Well, you don't know which one I'm talking about. I don't. Oh, so how about we go with the one that you definitely know about first? Okay. Yeah. The parking. Uh, the, parking. the parking. The hotel. The hotel. The hotel. Yes. So, uh, Universal is supposedly planning. Four thousand hotel rooms to be on the property that used to be occupied by wet and wild which is now closed so uh this comes this information comes courtesy of the orlando sentinel and they found that universal has filed a master plan with the city of orlando that shows that the area that wet and wild is on will be used for hotel rooms uh doesn't say how many hotels uh Didn't say if it was one hotel or two hotels. The reason I bring this up on the concept art that I saw, uh, if you don't know the area well, uh, Universal Boulevard actually, uh, it it kind of intersects in between the side that Wet n' Wild is on and then the side that Wet n' Wild has its parking for. So uh, there's technically two patches of lands on both sides of that road. So... Uh, With that being said, I don't know if it's going to be one hotel with one singular theme that connects across the two sides of the road or if it's going to be like Cabana Bay is and uh, in regards to also Sapphire Falls where you have Cabana Bay on one side of the road and the other side is Sapphire Falls and they're easy to get back and forth to each other. Uh, I I still don't know these details yet. My guess is… Why not go for the two themes? Uh, I, I would do that if I was in charge of it. I'm not, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we we do know there will be about 4,000 rooms to add to the uh, the amount of rooms they already have, uh, plus Aventura coming along the way. And hopefully they will hit their goal of 10,000 rooms that they are looking for. Um so and other, other news with this, uh, not only are we going to have the hotels, uh, on these plans that the Orlando Sentinel found, uh, apparently there were uh, three parking garages that were marked in this area. So there will be hmm. plenty of adequate parking. There was lots of uh, places that you will be able to cross over. Uh, Universal Boulevard. So I will be, I'll, I'll be assuming that they are going to have pedestrian bridges that will cross the gaps Good. over instead Good. of having to just run across the street. Um, but then the big rumors that go along with it, I think we've even talked about it before. Is what what type of hotel will it be? Um, I know a lot of the general consensus out there, and it's what I believe too. Uh, I haven't I haven't heard from any cast members or any inside sources on this one, uh, but I, I genuinely believe that it will be a value resort. Not only because uh, it is a, not a bad distance away from Universal, but it is a it's a decent hike to get it's there. Not close enough for it to be
1: a deluxe it's it, deluxe is that that's the thing you've got to be able to walk to
0: your resort from those i feel like yeah it's part of the selling point yeah no it, it definitely that is a case in point it's not nearly close enough uh you know it, it's it's not i actually don't know now that i'm thinking about it because technically wet and wild if you're leaving universal and you cross over i4 then wet and wild is like it's right there it's not that far, so I would say it's just slightly farther away than Cabana Bay is, but Cabana Bay's all up in the property and it's safer to walk on Universal property than having to cross over I4 and all that. Regardless, it's it's far enough away that it has to be a value, but with that Two being said, uh, Universal's not going to want people to just because uh, International Drive is going to be the closest thing. They're not going to want people to just go and walk up and down International Drive. And I don't know if they have enough confidence that people will just flock to City Walk. So I do believe that they will try to attach enough dining, shopping, uh, some fun experiences on that side, uh, almost like a miniature City Walk in a way, so that way uh, to keep people at their location instead of just, you know, making their way into the International Drive area. So any thoughts on that, Rhino?
1: I'm just curious if Universal is going to pursue a mode, uh, some sort of – wasn't there a rumor for a while that they were going to do – not
0: necessarily a monorail, but some sort of transportation thing to alleviate traffic there or something? Yeah, there was. And I, I I, think that's still in the cards, especially because then you have to keep in mind this is just for hotels on on this patch of land where Wet and Wild is. Then you have to factor in the other patch of land that they own, the ones that they bought mm-hmm. uh, last year, uh, which is, it could be developed for more hotels. It could be developed for the third park. We don't know yet what exactly it's going to be developed for and when it is but they have to keep in mind that then once you're gapping that further i mean universal as it exists once they develop that land it is going to be a giant oh, yeah. mass of property yeah. that is not actually all connected to each other so they will need some sort of some sort of way to keep it all connected together so yeah absolutely yeah absolutely so that is happening We'll find out when it gets the built what rumor? it is. That is not it. Actually, uh, this one comes courtesy of today, but in the movie Magic Game, as we already told you, this was being pre Uh This is a new rumor. Not necessarily rumor. I won't say that. But uh, the Orlando Business Journal pulled together two new universal patents that they believe may hint at a possible new Harry Potter ride. I'll die. I'll die from excitement. Yeah. So uh, really what these patents kind of are, uh, there's two different ones that they found. The first is called the Vehicle Transportation Room System and Method. And the other patent is for the System and Method for a Moving Puzzle Theater. Uh, And Orlando Business Journal is assuming that these are going to be used for an attraction that will be – Uh, in the wizarding world of harry potter potentially uh for the flu network and uh this stems why they're believing this is because uh just in the past day or two they have also picked up heavily on the dragon challenge closing rumors so they, they think they'll put a harry potter attraction there that's where it'll go yes
1: and then you think this will be another park to park transportation
0: thing no i think this would just be just an, an attraction. Yeah, it would just be an attraction that would mm-hmm. an attraction or two because mm-hmm. it is a very big patch of land. Uh, if Dragon Challenge yeah. gets cut, so I can't speak too much on that just because I have heard things here and there from sources. All I know is from the the time I was even there, uh, Dragon Challenge came up to the point where they had to do some uh, some intensive repairs to one one actual portion of the ride and they they needed to make a decision on it cuz it would be very costly and uh, they did not go forward with it Mm. And saying that – not like it's it needed repaired or it was – people would no, die. No, you
1: have to invest in the future. Exactly. It's like when the when the backlog Tour was going down. You knew it was going down. Well, the rumor was is they were investing in new shuttles, and that's why we were going to stay open longer. And yeah. they ended up pulling the money back from that, and that's when we knew
0: the closing announcement was coming soon. Exactly, and this was the case. There was a certain element of the attraction that it's, it was getting – it's getting to the point that – if it was going to remain open for a long period of time, they would actually have to invest in fixing it. And um, from what I was told, that never went through. Hmm. So that's one sign that it could. Um, at one point in time, before uh, before the new Harry Potter attractions being added in this area and all that stuff, there was a lot of uh, more rumors circulating that they were going to find a way to actually build – some sort of uh either mega coaster or a mega virtual reality coaster together in that small area and that they figured out a way to do it um but i i didn't i never really got a lot of uh I never really got a lot out of that rumor. I thought that one was always a little bit far-fetched. Even though Universal goes for the thrills, um, Dragon Challenge is still very highly regarded. And I doubt they're going to chop a piece of one of their most profitable things they've ever invested in out. So yeah. they're not
1: going to just cut out a piece of Harry Potter and not replace it with Harry Potter.
0: Exactly. And, I, and that's kind of the way uh, Orlando Business Journal felt to other people uh, in our fun Universal community felt as well. And so – that, uh, you know, they they all believe that it is going to be something Potter related. I do, too. And uh, one, I can't remember if it was business journals bringing it up or if it was uh, another website. It might have been Orlando Informer. But someone, someone where I read somewhere said, you know, Universal is looking towards trying to start keeping the thrills, but doing them with a more uh, eye towards family friendliness, in a way. And uh, the attraction we're going to talk about today, I I think that is one example of it that does make perfect sense with Escape from Gringotts. Mm -hmm. Not that bad of a height restriction. Mm -hmm. Uh, Some scary elements, definitely the roller coaster-ish portions of it have the thrills uh, as well as the simulated parts. So it does combine that. But it's pretty easily accessible for a lot of heights, just not these young kids. Uh, Universal will never be a... Boat ride, uh, it will never be just a, a gentle boat ride type park yeah. like Disney has with Pirates of the Caribbean, and it's a small world. It's never going to do that. But I, 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 I see that side, and I, I, think Universal sees it too. Finding that way to create new attractions that blend the thrills, but also do well with uh, do well with the uh, shorter height requirements as well too to make them as as family oriented without losing the thrill aspects of their park. So, uh, and, and this seems like one way they could do it with this patent, with the moving theater. Um, you know, we've, I I think a lot of us have speculated before in the past, uh, one of the biggest rumors, and that was going back to when I was at universal before, uh, Diagon Allen even was announced or opened, uh, One of the things we were always talking about was, well, they're going to do Ministry of Magic. Even if they do Diagon Alley, they're going to do Ministry of Magic. And, well, because Ministry of Magic does have a lot of elements to it, um, they they could do a little bit with it. But, you know, obviously you need a fun way to kind of get you to the ministry, and that's where… Traveling by the flu network would work in. Hmm. But you already had the flu network in Harry Potter and the Forbidden Journey that's done a different way. So it, it that's that's how Are you th- flu networks in the Forbidden Journey? Yeah. Where?
1: When? Oh that's that's, how, right. that's yeah. hermione blowing the spell. Okay.
0: Exactly. I was getting confused. I was thinking about um Escape to Gringotts for some reason. No, 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 no. Hermione. Hermione tosses the powder on you, oh, the flu powder on you, yeah, and good, good good point. That's how you end up where you do. And before, you know, it was the fun you move through the network. That's why it was, was it all fun? the bricks that changed, and then they changed it with one of the updates to making it look like you're traveling through a Doctor Who Yeah.
1: So. Um it, yeah well also it made me less sick when they made the update.
0: So <laughs> see I miss I miss the original on that But I do like, that, I do that like was the mine.
1: theme of the bricks going through. I understand that, but it was it was difficult for me to look at. It didn't set me off right
0: immediately, you know. Um but it made sense, so whatever. Yeah. So I'm I'm not going to go into depth on the patents because well with it, you know, anything could change. It might just be a situation where they they see this potential for this ride technology system, but nothing ever comes of it. Uh, You know, we talked about the last set of patents that came out that had like the Iron Man looking style attraction, Mm -hmm. the Mario car style, the the Donkey Kong. There was
1: a Harry Potter one too, right? With a wand could be used.
0: Yeah. There was also that one too. So, um, you know, I'm not going to invest too much time here rambling on about everything with it, but uh, you know, we'll have links to where you can learn more about that in the show notes page. So I, I would love to see more Potter. I'm a Potter head. Oh, always, yeah, and because always, 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 and because of that, that's why we need to continue our Potter headness and start talking about whether or not Harry Potter and the Escape from Gringotts should be in the Diz Universal Hall of Fame.
1: Yay. Yeah, Hall of Fame, Hall of Fame, Hall of Fame.
0: Yes. So the we last need intro music for it. We do. The last attraction that we put up for the Hall of Fame was, I believe, Shrek four D, and I didn't look at the final <laughs> numbers on that, but I'm just gonna go ahead and assume it did not make it. <laughs> I, yeah. I would <laughs> assume so. I'm just gonna yeah, like at yeah. you. Yeah. If we assume you know right. what happens. Yeah, you know. We're right. (laughs) We're right. We're always right when we assume. So let's talk about Harry Potter and the Escape from Gringotts. What is Harry Potter and the Escape from Gringotts? Well, it is a roller coaster type attraction that takes you through the vaults of Gringotts, the the only bank in the world that you cannot rob. That is correct, right? Mm, Unless
1: you are child wizards. Oh. Yeah, it's it's pretty much it, it, the security really went really in depth for everything except for children. Yeah, so but it, for us muggles,
0: yeah, I mean it's just amazing for the first that, that we can even make it into the halls of Gringotts. Oh yeah, let alone go down into the vaults. Let alone actually be there while a robbery is happening. It, it's just all all very lucky. It's all lucky that it came together. So yeah, when I say roller coaster style attraction. What I really mean, of course, is that it is the blend of basically a roller coaster and a motion simulator mm-hmm. and with that, everything is on a roller coaster track uh you are essentially in roller coaster cars that are very similar to uh, the mummy if you are familiar with that attraction, and if you're not, then you know you're just gonna have to you're gonna have to use your head and do make believe time right now <laughs> so we're talking four seats, three rows two cars and that's what happens uh with that but while you're moving around these cars are actually also stopping in portions they can speed up it can go it's very fluid with that but the the actual vehicles mounted on top of the the uh the moving portion of it are can then also move itself similar to an attraction like Spider-Man, or you can go as broad as you want and say any motion simulator and that sort. Um, And yeah, then not only does it have all this to it, but it is nearly 360 degrees immersive in that uh, you can almost look around at any point of the ride, looking anywhere you can, all the parts that you can see, should be themed in some way. And by that, I mean, you know, it's, they the will, the and, uh, you know, the bank vault, the vaults themselves. And the, yeah, they'll, they'll make the rocks go as far down to the floor as they possibly can. So your, your mind just perceives yeah. that it keeps going. Um, uh,
1: I actually, every time I go on this, I'm always, I'm actually fine that I'm looking at all that stuff more than the
0: screen now. Yeah. I, I'm like looking for the holes, you know, I am the exact same way too. Yeah. Uh, you know, and it's not because the screens make me sick or no, anything. No, no. Yeah. And being that – mention that uh, that it is that mix of the two because it does have the simulator elements. Of course, we have screens. We have 4K, 3D, high-definition screens that uh, have all your favorite characters on them. So they didn't pop up in the ride as animatronics. Uh, they are on screens. Well, and I, I, I want to say that um – As far as
1: like the motion sickness with the screens goes, this one doesn't bother me actually too much except for there is one part where you spin around because the troll grabs the car and throws it and spins a little bit. And that's the only part where I find like – but you're braced for it because it's a couple – like a one, two, three, and then you get thrown. Um, But I find that the motion – maybe because you're actually in motion – um, that it
0: actually does it, it. You know, the mind is actually tricked. Yeah. And it's also because you do get those points where you actually stop Yeah, and you you're watching breath. it happen or in some portions you're moving very slow while this stuff is happening on the screen. So it doesn't trick you as much, uh, in terms of 3d attractions that will make you sick. I think this is on the lower spectrum of that. Oh yeah. Um, as you have just For said sure. too, uh, but you have to keep in mind with that, that, uh, it, it is always a possibility if you do get motion sickness. So uh, just kind of the housekeeping to go along with this attraction, too. Uh, everything's got to go in lockers. No loose articles are permitted because, you know, you can't smuggle stuff into the bank. Don't be a smuggle muggle. Yep.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: and uh, we mentioned earlier the height requirement, that it's actually a decent height requirement. It's only 42 inches. So that is three and a half feet. And in my opinion, that's I. I I'm not going to say what age a kid would need to be that size, but you know, it's it's not like you're you have to wait till you're ten to get on this one. Yeah. So uh, it's for, a decent it's a decent height. Yeah. It's it's a good height. I remember when I was 42 inches. I, I was proud of myself at 42 inches. I don't remember. I, th- I think I remember when I broke like
1: 60. That was the five foot. That was the big deal. Yeah. Okay, you're going to be taller than Grandpa. <laughs>
0: My grandpa's like 5'3". Oh. But but yeah. Anyway. There, there, there you go. Yeah. There we go. So now we know, know a little bit more. And yeah, as great as the attraction is, uh, we would be remiss to not mention the best parts of the attraction itself. And that is the queue. Oh,
1: uh, yeah.
0: You know, Universal. incredible. Yeah, incredible. Universal is... Just trying to one up themselves every time with queues. Last week, you heard us rave about Race to New York, starring Jimmy Fallon's whole queue pre-show area. How that was all handled. Um, any other attraction we've talked about on this, where we've we've spent a lot of time, uh, Skull Island, Reign of Kong. When we talked about their queue, they just keep taking it up to the next level with every new attraction that comes out and. How how your queue experience is because you spend a lot of time out there, and I'm I'm not going to say this is the perfect one. And if you went uh, during the opening few months or so, mm-hmm. and you got stuck outside um, <laughs> in the back, yeah, it down, about where it winds like the infinite winding, yeah, the infinite winding. There's literally there's one mine cart that just sits there, and yeah. it's like, oh well, that's a good prop. <laughs> but, <laughs> That's but the only thing to look at. Like,
1: we need to make sure this line at least goes seven miles, yeah. seven miles in the back here. But and sure, when it opened, it had like eight-hour waits. It was, you come and open, and
0: you'd wait the entire day to go on the ride. And I, I do want to point out, though, one of the nice things that they learned about, uh, learned about the first Wizarding World of Harry Potter was that they were not fully prepared for how long these waits would be and how brutal – the weights would be when you're just standing outside. It's one thing to stand outside in a 45-minute line where you have some shade, stuff like that. But uh, Ollivander's was kind of the big wake-up call over in hogsmeade where it could be a two-hour wait with no shade no umbrella no nothing and and lots of sunburns waiting for that one sunburns people passing out uh just really dangerous and so when the Wizarding world of harry potter Diagonale was designed they made sure that as much as possible all cues would be completely inside or provided with enough shade and so they did do this with uh with gringotts um so if you know you're you're walking up to the building and if you start to go in but then you go right back outside don't be alarmed you're not going out to wait in the sun you will be in a shaded area that has one mine cart that you can look at the entire time
1: and if it is ever that busy they usually have the drink cart back there that's
0: open exactly get yourself a muggle beverage yeah no no it's it's really good so um yeah, that's that's a nice perk that you have with this one. So assuming that you don't have to go back out there, let's start talking about the full experience starting when you enter Diagon Alley and the first thing you see when you go through. Just that massive dragon. What kind of dragon is that, Craig? Um,
1: <laughs> Norwegian richback? I think that's a dog.
0: No, Norwegian Ridgeback is one of the dragons. Of course, you have the Hungarian Horntail, the Chinese, Chinese Fireball. fireball. You have the Swedish Short Snout. Um. He's the nasty one. He's the one that he's like the one that
1: Harry got in the fourth one, I think, because it's supposed to be like the bad Well, he got that's the Horntail. So maybe the well, I don't know if it has a Horntail. I don't think it does, actually anyway it's this massive life size because it and when i i'm in quotes because obviously you know whether or not the dragon's real remains to be seen i believe it is um but it is the actual size of the dragon is on the roof of gringotts the building that looks exactly like the building from the movies and it's just it's breathtaking you know he he even breathes fire and everything
0: yeah, and I, I know a lot of people's complaints about the dragon are that they uh, that the dragon doesn't move; it just sits there, and every now and then spurts out fire. But uh, I, 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 I don't great. need that. Yeah, um, I, I think they actually thought that. That's yeah, funny. It's I. It, I don't mind that it's static. Because it is such it catches your eye. It's a weenie. It catches your eye and then once it breathes the fire, it's even better. And it's just like you really I don't want it to be moving 'cause like you really, really can
1: see the the, the attention to the minutiae detail in the in the dragon. It's like the way they painted it, it looks like like that it it when you're looking at it like I can imagine what it feels like. Like I can I can feel the texture that's on
0: the wing, you know, and, and all this stuff. So do you uh, have an answer? Uh, it is actually uh, Ukrainian Iron Belly. Ah. So, Ukrainian Iron Belly. Should have yes. known better. Yeah. So, uh, but, yeah, that, that's what it is saying here. So,
1: I believe that. He's got the chains and everything hanging off him. He's got his
0: wounds. Yeah. Are you familiar with the film? No, it, uh, it, it definitely mixes with the timelines, because technically you know, that's that uh, I'll spoiler ahead of time. It is the climax of the ride. Everyone escaping via the dragon. Um, So the dragon's already up on top. So it's a little, little bit jumping ahead with the dragon already being up there, but that is the next critical part we need to talk about before we start really going into the queue and understanding the story and that the wizarding worlds of Harry Potter are timeless. Um, It, they that is why you can be on Dragon Challenge and the Triwizard Games are happening, but then you also can go to uh, you can go over to Diagon Alley and uh, you you know obviously Escape from Gringotts is there, um, but during that time period you can go back over to Hogwarts and you can see that uh, you can see that Dumbledore spoiler alert is still alive. Um, It it just all blends together. There is no set time in the wizarding world of Harry Potter. If anyone ever asks a team member in there, which wizard, what have you, in there, they will tell you that it is timeless. And that is the— Wizards and Muggles. Yep, that's the number one answer. But in that, saying that, uh, Escape from Gringotts is very unique in that it literally takes place during one singular point in Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 2— the movie slash Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows book. Mm -hmm. Uh, So there's not a lot of wiggle room in the timelessness here. Uh, Unlike where Dragon Challenge, while you do hear stuff in the queue from Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire and you you see the Goblet of Fire, all that, it's not locked onto any certain distinct point from that actual movie, whereas this is undeniably, this is during this portion of the movie that you see, but you are kind of in an alternate timeline. So, that being said. I think your computer <laughs> is playing some yeah, advertisements. Know. Thank you. Thank you, Harry Potter Wikia. That was magic. Thank you. That was magic. So, let's make our way inside of Harry Potter in the escape from Gringotts. So, yes. like I said, we're skipping out of... Uh, we're skipping out of going to the extended queue, and so the first thing we do, we walk in and we get that grand view of the inside of Gringotts. Oh God, it's so nice! It's so nice! It's just like, did they even was the movie set even this nice? I don't know that. it was. I don't think you know? it was. No, it's that's uh, you know, every time the actors are interviewed about what it's it like to be back in in back here and seeing Diagon Alley, and they say time and time again it is an exact replication of everything that we had on the sets except it's real because you can move in you can walk around and going into the the um the main hall of gringotts and seeing the bank teller seeing the details the chandeliers (sighs) are breathtaking i mean they are. are massive massive chandeliers
1: and they're just everything in there yeah you're right the bank tellers the the um goblins they're just they like you can go right up to them and the one they move and kind of look around and
0: you're like it's it's almost eerie yeah no the the goblin animatronics are just absolutely wonderful i mean i I will not chalk them up and say that these are the best animatronics you're going to see they're not but this is a the rare chance that you get to be that close yeah to an animatronic see the detail see how they move and they do they look they look perfect. They they could be on a screen with no problems. And then um, I, f- I forget the name of the the main uh, the main goblin. Uh, it's not it's in Grip the middle. Uh, uh, My goodness, I can't remember. It'll yeah. come to me. It'll come to me. Yeah, that's I. I always just immediately go to Grip Hook because well, we Harry will be-
1: Harry screams it in the ride. I think I think he like yells it at him at one point because he's like yells, "Get them out of here."
0: Right. Well no, he's, he's yelling. No, he's, he's yelling to Bill. He's yelling to Bill. But let's we'll get there. Okay. We'll get there. Why not why don't you look it up? But the uh, main goblin that is in the hall when you first get in, uh this is the only one of the animatronics that actually moves and speaks. Uh well they all move. Sorry. Moves and speaks together and and talks to you and uh, it, it, it's the best photo op. Um, it, it will slow down the line, so when it feels like you're not moving, it's not because the ride is necessarily having issues with uh, the attraction itself. It could just be because people are constantly stopping to take in their picture with this thing. Even yeah. even to this day, if I still go through the ride with my cell phone in my pocket, I try to snap. You can't a shot not of to. It. You
1: always need it. Yeah, it's one of those ones you're always going to take the photo. Yeah.
0: Um, so. Yes, you're going to leave this first beautiful room, you're going to make your way past a couple of the bank vaults, and then you're going to go into the portion of when everything's running perfectly and it's staffed well, that's where you can get your uh, Gringotts photo ID and there will be a photo op if you so choose to uh participate in it uh if you just say no i don't i don't want to do that skip it they will let you they're not going to force it to you but then you kind of make your way through the back offices of uh of gringotts and i i love moving through this section there's there's newspapers hanging on the wall and of course uh of course, if you are familiar at all with Harry Potter, you know that these uh, all their newspapers and stuff are actually enchanted and magic and moving, just like all the portraits that you will see. Uh, not only that, but there's there's these little moments that happen if you pass the doors where characters will be adding additional dialogue and elements to the story and you'll see them cross past uh if you if you've ever been on um the hogwarts express think about it in that way that as you uh you'll see the characters come past your door and speak and that this is kind of the same thing but it's on a timed basis it's not something that you have to you have to see every single thing that passes you up you have to see every goblin this that or the other Uh, you will still enjoy it moving past it Uh, but yeah, so this is the portion there where you get split up into either one of two rooms, ish. It's all one giant room, but one of two corrals, and this is where you are going to make your way and meet Bill Weasley for the first time, played by none other, well, whose name I cannot remember,
1: Donald Gleason.
0: Yes, Donald Gleason. So Do, he's uh, yes, yeah, Donald Gleason. Donald, not not Don Old. But Dono, Domino, Domino, Domino it, it, you know who Matt he is. I Moody's son in real life? Yes, Brendan Gleeson's son in real life. Uh, if you haven't, if you've blinked, then you've might have missed him in the past couple years because not only has he been, uh, he was in Ex the Machina. Harry Potter. Well, oh, he was he, was, he was in the Harry Potter films as Bill Weasley, so he is re, he's, he's reprising his roles for that. You might have seen him in the award winning film Ex Machina. You may have seen him in uh, just anything. Uh, the Revenant, About Time, Star Wars: The Force Awakens. I uh, do like that um, About Time. And I think he Force was in Awakens Brooklyn too, right? Was he? Yeah. Well, it makes sense. He was the he was the main guy in it, I believe. I've, what? I, I still, now I gotta watch this. I still I haven't watched I still it. Still haven't it yet. watched it yet. Yeah it's because no, i, I can't know. it's because i can't pronounce sauris ronin Sar- 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 i can't Sar- do that. i can't pronounce her name correctly yes i i can't do that so until i can pronounce her name correctly i cannot watch her movie i made the mistake once of going down that road with her with um what's what's the awful one that peter jackson directed the oh, lovely bones. bones, yeah, won't do it again. Oh, Travis did movie the but we're not here to talk about that. So uh, he is in Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, How he's been he's been in everything. Yeah, the past couple years. He, he, he's great too. No, I I love him as an actor. Uh, I he was when when Diagon Alley opened up. Besides wanting to go up and say something to Helena Bonham Carter, he's the only person that like I wanted to like go up and just shake his hand and. Say so I I love everything you're doing right now, but I was too afraid. Does Bogrod sound familiar? No. Okay. But it could be. It could be Bogrod. Let's move on with that anyway. Okay, sorry. So uh yeah, we meet up with Bill Weasley, who is going to be kind enough to take us on a tour of Hogwarts or <laughs> Hogwarts yeah. Blah. We've been there, done that. Been there, done that. He's taking us on a tour of Gringotts and taking us down into the vaults on uh, the mine cars. And um, and what I love about this first pre-show area more than anything else is that it's using that same technology that was used back when Disaster was around to project Christopher Walken in in the room where, although you can't tell – like Bill Weasley is a flat character. Grip Hook is a flat character on this wall it's it, It's being projected into this room, so you're although you you can tell it is flat, your eyes do want to believe. And your mind wants to believe that it is a three-dimensional object in this room and living as part of it. And it's it's such an impressive uh, feat of technology that is, is so simple for Universal because, yeah, it, it worked well with Christopher Walken. And it still works well to this day. Every time I, I walk into that room, I feel like they actually are in there. And Yeah, it's cool. It's a good effect. It's a nice, like, kickoff to the ride. Yeah. Um, but arguably the next portion of the ride is even better. And do you know what that portion is right now? It is the elevator. Yeah. That's what it's referred to, right? Yeah. It's yeah. Not a special word. No, it's, it's the elevator. You have to take the miles. elevator.
1: Miles. Yeah, miles. Miles
0: under the, under the ground. Yes. To get to your minecart. So do you want to explain the elevator experience?
1: Well, it's like this massive elevator that you've got to go in and they, they lower you down and you've got to, I mean, do you want me to? spoil the magic about it yeah or, i mean like,
0: this is we're, we're so talking about it
1: essentially what's what's really cool about it is i guess it's really just a doorway into the next area you're gonna yeah. go so you go in so it's not quite a real elevator however it's got um is it
0: the floor that moves or just the walls it's so they have the floors moving so, and cause, cause the floor shaking all the time. kind of yeah. bouncing up and down like and you then can they feel it vibrating they like. also have video screens around the walls so the gaps that are in there um and the wall and everything it makes it makes you feel like you are actually moving down
1: i always like the sound effects because it's yeah. got that screechy metal sound and it, you know it's dropping and i don't know it's a really cool it's a really cool transition of because you're, you're still gonna go and wait in line in another part you know but it's like a really cool transition piece yeah it, it keeps
0: it interesting i <laughs> this is almost just as good uh of a ride itself as the attraction is um if if you're ever with someone who doesn't want to do the attraction because of motion sickness, afraid to do it, uh, just physically can't do it. Uh, definitely bring them in the queue with you. Take them through, take them through the main hall of the bank. Take them into the room with Bill Weasley so they can see it, and then let them get on the elevator and actually experience that uh, because it is it is such a cool, simple effect. It was something that was used way back in the uh, day at the Living Seas to take you down to. Uh, sea base alpha over in walt disney world the same same exact thing you would you would see the bubbles start to go that's cool in in a sense it's the same effect they use in the submarines like nemo subs uh with that using using effects to make you feel like you're going down yeah um, and and this is such a simple but awesome little thing and as you're making your way down you you notice like you see the troll guards uh as you're you're making your way down, sometimes it'll just be a wall. There's this one I awe moment. I noticed. The yeah, you goes have through. to look all the way around. Yeah. There's a, there's this one awe moment where you just see how large the the actual area, the cave where the vaults are in, and the tracks moving around, and it is just it is a great part of it. Yeah but then you have the ride itself so you pick well, up you, your
1: yeah you get your 3d glasses and yes. I, I like where you get these because now you're going to go ascend you're going to go back up because you're going to go up some stairs but this is the room where now you're all the way down into the depths of gringot that gringotts that they're all those stalagmites or stalactites Stalag-
0: stalagmites
1: i forget which one goes up which one goes down uh, gosh, education. Pass. Anyway, so all the those things are coming out of the ceiling and it's just kinda like now it's a little darker and it feels like it really it the the emotional journey you take through the queue is really incredible yeah. to be honest cuz you're you're in like the fancy area of gringotts before you get in that you get into that room you know that all the offices and then the next thing you know you're down in the depths of the you're in the mine yeah you know so it's a really cool really cool transition
0: yep so you board your mine cart with your 3D goggles and you start to make your way into the vaults and uh this is where everything goes wrong instantly usually attractions you know they give you a little peace and a little bit of calm before the storm but this one everything just goes wrong right away who appears
1: uh the one and only miss uh bellatrix lestrange yes with her uh fellow uh what's it go what's the, what am i the word i keep wanting to call them the trolls, but they're not the trolls. They're the goblins. With her goblin, and she's yeah. she's gets she's upset that you're in the vaults. So yeah. she tries to uh, she tries to throw the spell at you, which is the first like oh this is awesome. Moment. Yeah.
0: So this is the first oh my gosh this this ride is amazing moment because she she casts the spell on you, and you don't just go straight down the hill or anything. No. You feel the entire track start, the back picks up, and you start to look pretty pretty well down at an angle down, and you're just hanging there. For a couple I'd say moments, that's like a seventy degree. Like it's more than forty five because of the forty five. But you're like you're it, like
1: arched up. Yeah, I'm going to give you a tip here too. This is my favorite thing to do in this ride. Is asked to sit in the back row. A lot of people like to sit yeah. in the front. But when that thing raises you up to do this part, when
0: you're in the back row, you're like, oh god, it's going to fling me out. <laughs> yeah, uh, you you genuinely you don't have the best view of the video screens to see what's happening there. Yeah, but you do have a pretty great ride experience when you're sitting in the back like that. When you're in the front. You kind of you're pretty far down. You have to tilt your head up to still see what's happening on yeah. the screen, but then your car just drops drops through, and you start what is a just a very small roller coaster portion of the track. I don't, I don't want you thinking this is this big intense thing. It's y- yeah, it's not. no,
1: and this is this is the most intense drop in the whole thing. You know what I mean? And it's not even a drop. It, it's just like a. It's like you're releasing the emergency brake on your car, yeah. so it just lets you go, and so you, and it's in darkness, so it's a little like, oh, I'm excited, but yeah. then you level out. You oh, know? you level
0: out, and that's when you get your first glimpse inside these, yeah, <laughs> inside this amazing place, and uh, you know, from there, it is just a blending of scenes. So, yeah, you meet up. Bill Weasley takes care of everything, and he he starts introducing you into actually hogwarts and i'm sorry i'm I'm sure i'm gonna get all these scenes mixed but this is one portion of the ride where he has that you run into harry ron and hermione oh that's
1: right he's like hey you're down here and then um the alarm starts going off yeah yeah and and it's hermione yes exactly it's it's because it's like it is the footage from the movie but it's not the footage from the movie so it's 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 like it looks it i swear to god it's their bodies but it's not her voice for some weird
0: reason. Yeah, Ron's the only person who actually reprised his role for this portion of oh, it. Oh, so it's not Harry either?
1: No, no, oh. no.
0: No, Daniel Radcliffe don't have time for that. Well, I I, I I mean, it's clearly not Hermione because it's a 40-year-old woman doing Hermione's yeah, no, they, voice. They, they, it's, and it's not as bad on the attraction on Gringotts as it is on the Hogwarts Express. Right, that yeah. is far worse. Um, but still, still not amazing. But yeah, so... You get down there and you start to see the banks, Bill kinda sends you on your way. Mm-hmm. Um and you mentioned the troll section, the trolls are down there and mm-hmm. uh at one point they kinda they like Rhino said, they they f- grab you they grab you. Move you and fling you, and then the next set of trolls comes along and pulls your track. Yeah, this is, this part's really cool because it really every time I do it, it does actually feel like because the
1: troll he he pulls the track like he falls, and then the other yeah. one grabs the thing, and so he like pulls it when he falls, and it's essentially like he's pulling your cart down with him yeah, yeah. and so bill's got to grab you with his wingardian leviosa
0: exactly bill bill grabs you in this portion of it and or not when leviosa right there he does the other one it's he does two spells pretty much yeah. the whole time but then obviously uh things have to continue to be wrong mm-hmm. uh well not kidding, no
1: kidding. <laughs> no well you kidding. you get into that you you get into bellatrix's vault at that point right is that we're in her vault right Because she comes in and she's like, we've seen them. They were in my vault. Yeah. They were in my vault.
0: I speak everything like this. Yes. That's how she talks. That Um, is how she talks. And uh, Voldemort has joined her along for the ride on this one, too. And uh, so, obviously, she's pissed. She's going to go. She's going to try to cast a spell on you. And, uh, you know, you get pushed out of that room. And now you're in the climax room. Voldemort and uh Voldemort and Bellatrix uh they 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 fly into <laughs> the room. I I couldn't apparate. They apparate. Yes. And uh into the, the room. Smoke. Yeah. Yes. And this is where everything should go bad, but lo and behold once again Ron, Harry and Hermione come along to save the day.
1: This is also one of my favorite things is when uh Voldemort goes to make the, and he spits the fire out with the three faces, like in the film, when they're in the vanishing room. Is that what it is? the The room, no, the room requirement. Yeah, and he does, you know, yeah,
0: yeah. So it's cool. No, it is. It's a very cool effect, and during this, it's just. They're going back and forth and ultimately of course Harry Ron and Hermione have to win. Uh, and they spoiler help you well sorry, they help you by then, as I already said, they attach a chain to your mine cart yeah. because they need to finally fly out too. And it's a great smoke effect where all this is happening. Hermione casts a spell, opens up a hole, so that way... the
1: chain onto the card, and then it, like, yanks you out. Yeah,
0: exactly. So the dragon takes off, so you shoot out, go up a little thing, and then Bill says, you know, well, anything can happen in Gringotts. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Bill. Then that's a ride. And I know that we literally just kind of butchered how you go through the ride, but it's just giving you the idea of what happens it's not word for word everything that does happen go ride the attraction if you really yeah. want to and if you haven't ridden it yet you know that's an idea for you but it's not it's not like we just ruined it for you completely but
1: again i would say back rows my choice because that also the smoke effect appears really well if you're in the front sometimes you turn and your the, the like hole to get out is already yeah. open so you're like ah but if you're in the back all this you can't see over the people in yeah. front of you so it's like
0: oh okay uh, mm-hmm. overall you know, this, this to me, this is the perfect blend of a thrill ride, and it, I I don't know what else. Visually, it's just it's brilliant. The 3D looks great. Um, I, I think it holds up for what it needs. It just adds that extra bit of depth to yeah. it without being uh, without being like in your face style 3D. A little bit there with Nagini, but you know, it's like Nagini it, do when Nagini do. <laughs> It's like they found the perfect blend
1: between motion and screen. Yeah. So it's and it's not the point where you're like – not like Kong or something where like it's a really fast simulated motion. It's like the actual motion, the things you're watching match the speed yeah. of what you're doing.
0: And you know what? I, I think it serves the Harry Potter legacy perfectly where it – you know, where Harry Potter and the Forbidden Journey I think is overall the best ride that is at universal and the best Harry Potter attraction that you have. Um, and it does serve the legacy. Well, I I think that Gringotts is just, just a a sliver or two under it. It's not, it's not that far off, but it's also not better than forbidden journey, but it's still, it holds up. Like, yeah, neither. I I like the perspective that it's like, it's something directly in the film,
1: but we're just a part that you couldn't see. Yeah. So it, it like, it follows in that whole mentality that the Wizarding World is so massive that we, we haven't seen every yeah. aspect of
0: it. You know? and, and wrapping back around to Dragon Challenge in it, Dragon Challenge leaves – personally, yes, I'd be upset because it's an attraction that I worked at for a good amount of time at Universal, and it holds a lot of, lot of fond memories for me. But I don't think it's crucial to the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. No. Di uh, everything in Diagon Alley, everything with Gringotts. I think that is so critical. Uh, this ride, I- if they are going to get rid of this attraction, they might as well just get rid of all of Diagon Alley <laughs> in itself. That's that's how I feel about it. That's that's kind of the way I see it. And so, if we are voting on whether or not this should be in the Diz Universal Hall of Fame, that is where I come in and say, uh, astounding, yes.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. it's innovative. Um, it, you know, it's got, it's, it's signature, it's, it's, I, it potentially could be timeless. I yeah. mean, you know, so, um, yeah, I'd, I'd say a hundred percent, I'd say based on not even the attraction, but the actual queue that gets you to the cart of the attraction yeah.
0: alone i would probably put this yeah, in here the whole experience could have just been easily enough a walkthrough a walkthrough yeah. of gringotts and going down into the vaults it could have you could have left the minecart and then went and experienced all the vaults you don't need the ride it could have still been just amazing and wonderful kind of like if you go to the making uh, making of harry potter in london and you go through the tour and you see the sets. I, I would have, I could settle for something just as great as that. Um, yeah. But instead, we did get a really fantastic attraction out of it. Again, it doesn't matter what we think of it, though. As in all the Universal Hall of Fames, it matters what you guys think mm-hmm. about it. So, for that reason, of course, we will have on the DisUnplugged Unplugged podcast forum on disports dot com a place where you can vote and discuss why you think harry potter in the escape from gringotts should or should not be in the Diz universal hall of fame i know it's going to be an astounding yes um this is nearly a shoe in for and absolutely has to but you know what i could be wrong i could be wrong i there have been things in the past where i assumed would get in if that they didn't wrong, make Greg, it i just don't know what's right i i agree wholeheartedly with that so
1: about this i mean
0: Specifically, oh, okay, okay, Just okay. So we're clear. But yeah, so that will that will be available. So you can head on there. Of course, there'll be a link to that in the show notes page, along with uh, any other information that you may need. Uh, of course, disunplug is the home of our show notes for this show, as well as all of the uh stuff on the Diz unplugged podcast network all the other shows that's what they're called uh so make sure to head over to there if you need any extra information for that as well as information on the big Diz 20th anniversary party that we will be having this june so thank you rhino for this fun conversation today I'll it was always really talk about harry potter yeah it was really one one heck of a time one really swell time thank you out there to everyone who actually took the time to watch and listen to this and guys stalagmites come out of the earth stalactites come out of the ceiling there you go for the uh for the 10 geologists that we have out there that do watch our show we have we have righted this yeah. wrong we may have butchered the storyline of the attraction but we got the we geology know what the spikes right. mean yeah 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 that's good yeah. so guys again thank you so much for watching and listening out there make sure you go and vote on disboardscom and we will see you again next week with another episode of the dis unplugged universal edition until then still no more resolutions